Welcome to track number 11 of God's Banquet. Please be seated. Oh 
Thank you. 
Thank you. 
chapter 6. Therefore, leaving the principles, I'm going to show you how God is going to call you and invite you to this banquet. And then, we are going to go into the banquets. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection. Amen. Let us leave the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Let us go unto perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Of faith toward God. Of the doctrine of baptisms. 
and the laying on of hands, and the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. This we will do if God permits. Amen. Now, the writer of Hebrews was encouraging the Christians to move on from basics. Now, if these are the basics, then I wonder... Now, you cannot do things if you do not have a foundation. Okay? And so, the foundation of repentance from turning away from dead works is the first foundation. Now, you need foundations in order to build. Amen. Are you listening? So what people do not realize is that whenever you are going to work for the Lord, you need to have good foundations. And the good foundations are listed here. So he's saying, let's move on from the elementary principles. In other words, let's do something for God. Okay? By moving on from the foundation stage. In other words, you must have the foundation stage working. When the foundation, can I have some volume? You're making me shout. Or is it in the front? I don't have volume. You're making me shout. Maybe that's why. All right. And also, you are very near the speaker, so you may think it's loud, but we we don't, we are behind it. All right. Now, do you love the book of Hebrews? If you want to work for the Lord, each one of these foundations is needed in order to just move on. So you have to check your life and see whether they are there. The first one is, this is foundations for doing well in the ministry. is repentance from dead works. Amen. You need to repent. All of us will at one time or the other have to turn away from something. Amen. Repent means to turn. It means to do a U10 or a C10 or an S. Okay, so in order to do well, you've got to turn away from some things. Now, this has been one of the reasons why in certain places, it has been difficult to do some of the ministry work. Because some of, many other people that we, we, we would have worked with, right? Many other people that we would have worked with have not turned away from dead works. Dead works are bad works, and dead things. Amen. So, you need to turn. You need to turn. And you need to build a good foundation of repentance from sin. Amen. Right? Repentance from sin. You cannot continue in every old thing that you've ever done. You must accept that some things are wrong. Amen. And they are dead. You have to accept it. Don't play table tennis back to us when the word of God is coming. Otherwise, you will not be able to go on. Now, if you are smoking, you have to stop smoking. You are drinking, you have to, you have to believe God to stop it. A. A. Allen was a drunkard, you know, and then he became a minister of the gospel. All right? And he had to turn away from drinking. Okay, 
people are into drugs, different things. You have to accept that you will have to repent from certain things in order to do the ministry. Amen. Are you listening to me? Listen, there is no way else but you've got to turn away from sin. Amen. Whatever sins you have unfortunately been attached to or become acclimatized to, you've got to turn away from those sins. Amen. Do you understand? What sin have you gotten used to in your life before you got saved? What sin? Mention one. Fornication, number two. Lying. Stealing, drinking. All these things you need to hatred, jealousy. Uh, The ladies' ones are now coming out. The ladies are here. They will never say any of their problems. We have, we have to say it so that we look like accusers. And then you play it back to us with a spin. Lying is not compatible with the ministry. You have to turn away from telling lies. Because some of us are so used to telling lies. Everything we've escaped from, we escape from it by telling lies. Everything we escape from, every judgment we've escaped from, we escape from by telling lies. So it's normal for you to tell lies. Yeah, I'm telling you. Blood test. You lie. It's not true. So, so you, you need to st- turn away from lying. Amen. From laziness. That is why sometimes people who are uh, been to university sometimes do better. Because you are forced to be diligent and go to school. So what it means is that when somebody has been to university, he has turned away from laziness and, and, and away from indiscipline and to become disciplined. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So you need to turn away from indiscipline and laziness. Because if you are lazy, you can't come for this camp. You understand? Because we must have slept a few hours. And we are here. And tonight we will sleep for just a few hours. And then we will carry it forward to the last one. We will be even fewer hours. That's it. Is there? Is there with me? You can't open your jaw. Because you didn't sleep. You can't open your jaw. Tie your face. To tie your feet. Separate yourself. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So you got to turn away from sin. You cannot continue to watch pornography. You have to stop it. You cannot continue to practice masturbation. Two or three times a day. You cannot do that. You have to stop it. You must be healed. Amen. Don't laugh at these things I'm saying. They are real things. You cannot continue to be a homosexual. You can't kiss little boys. 
You have to stop it. You really have to stop it. It's a foundation for carrying on. You cannot continue to quarrel with your wife. You have to make peace. You have to find the keys to happiness in marriage. And the key to happiness in marriage lies in you. It's not the person. But Bishop, you don't understand. You see, if you have married somebody like... No. No, you are playing table tennis. You are serving everything you serve it back to me. You have to. When you see somebody who looks happily married, it's not that the person has got, got the right person. It's that the person is a wild forgiver. Yeah. And has practiced forgiveness. It's just like if you see a pastor who stayed long in the church. It's not that the person is the excellent type. He's also learned forgiveness, humility, like the things I spoke about Jesus. It's not that he does never, something bad doesn't happen. Or, no, 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 no. You see somebody who, who, has, who, who stays long in a marriage. It's not that, ah, one pastor said to me, Bishop, you see, you saw your wife when you were in school. I met my wife two weeks. We were married. Hey! Fast track marriage. Sister with the lot of hair, would you mind standing up, please? Where, which country are you from, baby? Kenya. Kenya. Wow. Turn around so they can see how beautiful you are. Wow. Isn't she beautiful? Now, now, supposing after this camp, you just want to marry her. You may never know limited. It's a company. How do you know what, what, how do you know what is in her? Now, turn around so they can see how beautiful you are. Isn't she beautiful? Do you love her? Wow. Wow. But you may never know limited. Wow. You may never know how many mighty men she has slain. On her pillow. On her bed. On her laps. Wow. Yeah. How many men have sucked her breast? You may never know limited. <laughs> you can't imagine, isn't it? Such a nice and a holy sister. Oh, wow. Do you love her? But you may never know. Yeah. It's amazing. So you, you, you need to, you, 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 we, we, we need to be sure that the people that we are linking up with have got the right foundations. Yeah. Because you need a good foundation for the ministry. And you need to turn away. And you may not know whether she's turned away from sin. You're going to marry her. Just see, she's beautiful. 
love. I love her hair. I love the color of her hair. Wow. She looks like a guitar. She looks like a violin. All right. So you need to turn away. Sister, you need to turn away from sin before God can use you. You need to turn away from evil, jealousy. Nobody is. You look so beautiful, but you can't imagine how much jealousy we have. Can you imagine maybe she become your pastor's wife? And if she's in the church and one day she'll stand up and rebuke the church members. You! She'll become an eliminator. Terminator. She said, you, out. You, out. You, out. Nobody knows because she's so beautiful. She's got this beautiful brown hair with silver earrings. And she's got a nice smile. Beautiful teeth. But nobody knows the amount of jealousy. Wickedness. Hatred. Vengeance. Stubbornness. But you need, you need to, you need, you can't be stubborn and be in the ministry. You need to turn away from stubborn. Somebody must be able to control you in this world. There must be somebody. You know, one time I was talking to uh, Archbishop uh, um, Duncan Williams, and I was asked he was going through certain crisis in his life. So I was working in the church with him. There's the two of us in one of the corridors of the church, and I asked him. I said. Just as a theoretical question, if Archbishop Idahosa was alive today, I asked him, do you think it would, have, it would make a difference in this trouble that we were experiencing? He said, oh, if the Archbishop was alive today, Idahosa, he said he would have gone to him and then he would have waved his hand like this and, say, and said, wait, wait till I tell you what to do. I said, that would have been the end of the trouble. Yeah. Hey! Yeah! And I said, he said, he said, he would have gone, he said, wait. I said, wait till I tell you. That would have been the end of the trouble. Because everybody must have somebody that can stop you in your track and say, sit, sit, sit. You can't be an uncontrollable element in the whole world. Everybody must have somebody who can say, we just, we just shut up. So you can't be stubborn. And who, who controls you in the world? Who can control you? Tell us. Which, which church are you from? Nairobi. So who can, is there somebody who can control you? Who? Reverend Obi. A controller. <laughs> Most, most ladies, yeah, you've got to be able to say, shut up! And you, you must also have somebody who can shout at you. This is also very important. Yeah. R- write it, number one, somebody who can control me, and somebody who can shout at me. And you will not be offended and go to the moon. 
Number three, somebody who says hard things to you that are painful. You must have somebody like that. Somebody who can shout at you. Why can the person not have any emotion when he's speaking to you? He has to control himself. He has to be careful because you, dear, you are the super sensitive, uh, uh, whatever. Are you a computer? Are you a touch screen? Are you a touch screen? When we touch you, then something is coming. Huh? You more? Somebody who shouts at you. Some, who's, it's not that he shouts, but he can shout. And has shouted before. You must have somebody who has shouted before. When, when you see that nobody has shouted before, it means you are some way. That's why nobody has shouted before. Not that they don't know how to shout. Somebody like me, I know how to shout. Somebody who can say hard things. And what's the other one? Painful things. I gave you three. Somebody who can control you. Who can shout at you. Who can say hard things. The next one who can say painful things. The next one after that. Somebody who can make you cry. Yeah. There should be somebody who can make you cry. I don't mean a lover. I mean a, a rebuker. One day, I met a certain wife. And she was causing a lot of problems. When I listened to the two sides, the husband and the wife, you see, when two, two teams are playing, only one wins. So when I listened to that, I realized that the husband was right and the wife was wrong. Sometimes it's the other way around. But when you want to, when you want to play table tennis, you always, you, you, what you tell me is that you are a man. That is why you see it like that. But anyway, I, I told her because she was somebody that I could talk to. When I needed somebody to talk, she was. So I said, I said, I said, let this be the last time. Let this be the last. I said, grown up with two or three degrees. Let, let this be the last. I said, you are mad. You are spoiling your marriage. You are spoiling a nice person who has married you. You are turning the marriage into something else. By these things you are saying. Since that day, that is the end of that thing. I'm telling you, as I'm a pastor of many people and pastors. It went like a, a bird that flies. And it went away. It impressed me. There must be somebody. And you see, I didn't understand her case because it was nonsense. It was stupidity. That was making a cake. So I said, shut up, it's bad. Finish, go, no time. And that was the end of it. I said, peace, come and see them. Flowing happily for years. You must, you must have something like that in your life. Yeah. There's nobody who can talk to you. Nobody can call you. Nobody can say what he thinks. So you need that foundation. You just need to turn away. Amen? Amen. So now you look at your life and see. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Nobody can speak. That's why when it comes to certain people, I always call their direct fathers. 
Yeah, they are Josephs. I said, you, go and talk to this person. You, go and talk to this. Because you are supposed to have that person. One day, a certain man decided to have dogs in his house. And as he was keeping the dogs, the dogs were growing. He, he, he began to have some problems in the house. So, he decided to go and call a specialist. Say a specialist. To come to the house to see whether they have to kill the dog or whether they have to do what to the dog. When the man entered the house, he, say, he entered the house. He said, I want everybody to be in the house when I come. So, he entered the house. He was in the yard. Here is the dog. And here are all the members of the house with the dog there. As he stood there for some time, he pointed to this person and said, this is the person who feeds the dog. And everybody was surprised. Ah, How do you know? You may be the owner, but you're not the one who feeds. And the guy said, oh, you can always see the person who feeds the dog. He has a different attitude towards the the person who feeds the dog than the owner of the house. (laughs) It's true. It's cooler softer, different, is the person who feeds the dog. So you must have the person who feeds you, whom you are a little different to. He said, if you say, like Archbishop said, he said, if he was here, he would he, 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 he wave his hand. He will wave his hand. He even knew what he would say. He, will, he didn't say he would advise him to say, he will wave his hand and he will say, wait till I tell you. And he will wait forever. And that will be the end of the case. <laughs> it's amazing. You even know your father what he will say. How he will talk. Hmm? Not surprising. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you must repent. How many sisters have a problem with jealousy? Just only your right hand. Jealousy. You feel the jealousy. There are only two, you see. Only two, the whole church. Only two are in the church with jealousy. Uh, you, you are angels. You are angels. You are angels. You are angels. Please, can you go out of the camp and get some normal human beings to replace you? You are... You just... We are... We are... We, 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 You may never know limited. Number two. How many are going to repent? The next one is faith. Before you move on to before you move on to, uh, what do you call it? Perfection. Alright? And that is working for the Lord. You need to lay a, a foundation. And the first foundation is repentance. The second is faith. You have to believe. We must believe. Amen. We must believe. If you don't believe, you can't work. Like as I'm preaching, you must believe. You must believe I'm a man of God. You must believe God has sent me. You must believe the things I'm saying. You have to have beliefs. If you don't believe, you just can't do well. When you read the Bible, you must believe it's literal. It's true. Everything is true. You must believe everything. No matter what you think, you must accept the Bible. Don't play table tennis with the Bible. 
Don't play table tennis with your pastor. Just accept when things come. You have to learn to believe in Jesus Christ. We must believe. We must believe. We must believe in Him. We must believe. We must believe in Him. We must believe. believe in baptism in water in the Holy Ghost in whatever baptism there is in the church. I know of these two. Is there any other baptism? Maybe there's another one we don't know. But there's water baptism, Holy Ghost baptism. You must believe. How many are here you do not speak in tongues? You don't speak in tongues. Give me a wave so that I can know whether we pray. I prayed for people at the last camp. So many received the Holy Spirit started speaking in tongues. Can I see your hand? Good, 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 good. All right. You must believe in the doctrine of baptisms and the Holy Ghost. You must believe in the Holy Spirit. Those of you in Kenya must be the people who believe in the Holy Spirit more than any country in the world. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Even this hotel is a message of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit is the river of water. Now, when you look at wild animals, eh, if you want animals to come to you, all you need to do is to put water there. The hotel that we are staying at, I've seen this, the second hotel that I've seen doing that trick. They will put water outside the hotel. Yesterday night, we had our church full of buffaloes. <laughs> When we, when we closed and we went back, buffaloes, come and see, more, thousands of them. You see, you don't have check, you don't have buffaloes in your church because there's no water. It's true. There's no water. Yeah. One day I was watching a film, I was watching a film, you see, the Bible says go to the ant and learn. That's why I watched this, I was watching elephants. That day I was watching elephants, and the elephants were living in the desert. And they were showing the elephants going, elephants going, elephants. They were walking, they walked fast. And they were all going towards water. Miles and miles and miles. Look, if you have the river of the Holy Ghost of water, elephants will come to your church. Mighty elephants. You wonder that, how did this person come to my ministry? Because people are just, it's a a message of the Spirit, the river. You in your church, you don't speak in tongues in the microphone again. You don't sing Spirit-led singing. You don't let there be a worship leader who is filled with the Spirit to be able to sing from the heart and lead the people properly. You don't have worship songs. 
that fill the place and the atmosphere for the spirit to flow. You don't pray for spirit of Holy Spirit baptism. You don't do miracle services for the people. <laughs> you have dried out your ground. But when you let the river flow, you'll be surprised. Antelopes will become small, small ones. Plenty. Impalas. Deers. Elephants. Buffaloes. And lions will also come there. Tigers will come there. Fish. Oh, come. You must believe in the Holy Ghost. You must believe in prayer. You must believe in spiritual things. Amen. As I'm preaching to you here, and I'm just preaching the word, the word, the word, I can pray, I'm sure I can pray more than most of you here. I don't know how many of you can pray more than me. Yeah. Paul said, I thank God that I pray in tongues more than all of you. Yeah. If you like, let's go into prayers. When you see a runner who runs very fast, the first thing is check the heart rate. In fact, I'm going to do an exercise. You, you can see people who run far by just checking a certain sign. You want to check it right now? Check everybody's pulse. Put your hand on the pulse and count. Have you got your watch? You know how to check a pulse? Huh? Oh, you are not doctors. Put your finger here. Here, you feel it's pulsating. Boom, 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 boom. Can you feel it? You can't feel it? Oh, not with your thumb. With this place, this place, the finger, this three. Put it here. Everybody do this, do this. Then do this. Do this. And then do this. Put it here. Put it here. Here, here. At this place. Can you feel it? That's below the bone. No, no, not like this. Not like like this. This place is going to feel the tip. Let me feel it here. Can you feel it now? Oh, I can feel it. You are alive. That's your pulse. The tip of the just the tip here, not flat, not your thumb. Can you feel it? You feel it? Boom, boom, boom. Count it. Just check your watch and start sixty seconds or thirty seconds and multiply it by two. See how much you get. I'll tell you those who are athletes here when you give me the results. If you don't have seconds. Check Ida's, check Ida's pulse. You count, you have to look at the watch and be counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You don't have seconds. How many do you get? Eighty-eight. You got eighty-eight. Ah! That's not good. Your pulse, how much did you get? 60 in one minute or 30. You got 60. Okay. Who else? I'll show you the athletes here. Somebody's got 88. Somebody's got 60. 74. 76. 64. 48. 
for 30 seconds. That means your pulse is 116. 48. 48 in one minute or 48 in 30 seconds? In one minute, your pulse is 48. Are you a runner? Are you a long distance runner? Are you sure you checked it well? 48. Musola, what is your pulse? 58. Hey, are you sure? For one minute? Okay. Are you an athlete? You walk a lot. And you work out, you do exercise. Uh How much? 53. Are you a runner? What? You do exercise. Uh Those who do exercise, it will be low. Those who do, do, do exercise, it will be high. Joel, how much is yours? <laughs> 80. You got 80. For one minute. Yeah. Then what did you get? 60. Yeah. 74. No exercise. 60. Exercise. 43 for 30 seconds. 86. No exercise in your life. Titus, what did you get? Huh? 60. Do you do exercise? Jogging. Aha. Is there any long distance runner here? 1,500. You are Kenyans. You are there. They didn't come to the camp. Um, what is your pulse? 79. You are a long distance runner. No. Not in this world. Maybe on the moon. <laughs> Listen. What I'm saying is that you see, you, by just checking the policy, this person goes long distance of exercise. It's lower. The normal is 80. But you see people have 70, 60, 50, even 40. Yeah. Usually, the person is, has the, and the heart has got a big capacity to pump more. So when they start running, then to just, okay, let me add some two beats. More blood is moving. Yeah. So when it comes to prayer, you see that some people have the capacity. They are long distance runners when it comes to prayer. So you must believe in that. Then lay on of hands. How many know that when you shake hands with somebody, you can receive something? Just shaking hands. Hugging. Only that we don't believe in all this. Even a kiss. The Bible spoke of a holy kiss. But you see, because we are so carnal, when you think of a kiss, your mind is moving into the wrong areas. You need to, you need to move into the doctrine of laying on of hands. You must believe in impartations. Contacts. When I heard Kenneth, listen on. The first time I came to Kenya and I sat in a bus at the Nairobi airport, I put on my phone and I had a text from America that Kenneth Hagin had just died from one, one of our pastors who was in Tulsa. As I sat in the bus, that was my first time in Kenya, I started crying. Somebody I don't know. Somebody I've never, I mean, I've met him once. Somebody I've not really I've, not, I've never talked that this is your name. He has never asked me my name. I met him once, shook hands with him, finished. Took a picture with him, that's all. Wow. Yeah. 
I started crying in the bus. Yeah. You see, you must believe so much in whom God has put in your life. It's a doctrine, a basic doctrine. You will never become anything on this earth that it will just come from heaven. The, the laying on of us is the contact from another person contacting you. That's the doctrine of laying on of hands. That you receive something from somebody. Amen. Or through somebody. It's a basic doctrine. You just have to accept it. I mean, you may not like it. <laughs> There's no plug to heaven. <laughs> it's only these imperfect vessels around that God uses. It's such a basic thing. And you find that a lot of people cannot accept to receive. And because of that, you realize that they have a foundation missing. A foundation is taken away. A foundation which would have connected you to God's power. These are all basics. Without that basic understanding. And when you have that foundation, you will not want to become an orangu. It's true. Like I was saying, you have people who now live and then you can't say, I am a son of this. Your sonship is not clear. Your father is not clear. You are a son of a thousand fathers. It's an insult. Yeah. Now when you understand basic things, you realize that you receive from here and are blessed this way. It's basic. It's ba- There's a relationship between me and Reverend Obi and Pastor Joe. There are relationships. There's contact. Contact. The laying on of hands. The Bible said Joshua was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. Because. One day, I met somebody, but I didn't know I had met the person. And I shook hands with the person. The person said, later. I didn't even know that. Because later on, the person came to work for me. The person said, when I met you, and I shook hands with you, I didn't bath. I didn't bath again. I went home. I didn't bath. The next day, I didn't bath. Because I shook hands with you on the car park. You greeted me. Yeah. That's the awe which some people have to receive. And it's not amazing that the person is today working with me in the ministry. Yeah. Now, you see, people don't, they don't even think about that. So, even if you sit by the person, it means nothing to the person. If you have a meal with the person, it means nothing to the person. I'm going somewhere. It's a basic foundation of to be a pastor, to be sitting here. You have to believe in the doctrine of laying on of us. It's a very basic thing. And anybody here in Kenya is going to see these are basic things you must do. So there are people when you see you are you are calmer. You have to have people you are calm towards. <laughs> it's true. You are, you are just different tones. You see, it's like the dog, you see the feeders. <laughs> yeah. It's true. In the spirit. Why would I cry about a white American who I don't know anything about, has never given me anything before physically? I recognize that God has used that person to bless me. I started crying the bus here in Nairobi. And I was ashamed of myself as I was crying. So I, I hate myself. I hate, I hate myself. I was not in the front. I was sitting at the back. I look at the text from a, a sister, a pastor called Maranatha. She sent me a look. She said, Papa Hina has just died. Wow. I said, 
started crying, my father, my father, my father, my father. Through whom even I'm sitting here in this bus. Wow. Just I'm standing here again in Kenya. I'm preaching again. I tell you. One day I had a vision. In the vision, I was downstairs in my office in the basement. And suddenly somebody knocked and came in. He came in with holding a glass jar and a coat. And he said, this is, this is your father in the bottle. My father had been, uh, me, me, yeah, it's like cremated into that small bottle. I didn't know which father. He said, this is your father. Then he said, this is your coat. It was like an angel came in, said, this is your coat, this is your father. And put the father here and wear his coat. I said, one day, you will also go into the bottle and somebody will wear the coat. So I realized that actually I'm wearing a coat that is it's like some coat that is we call it hand me down. Do you have it what we call hand me down? It's like senior brothers are just handing take my coat, take my coat, take our coat, you just keep moving. It's the same coat that is being shared among the brothers. That's why I said that he called him, You are my son and you are a priest. Uh, it's a basic foundational thing. So when people break these principles, they don't amount to anything in the ministry. They don't amount to it. That's why I have maintained my relationship with Bishop Duncan with all these years. Up to today, I said, no, I am relating. I am relating. I am relating. I went to church there first. I went with my little sisters first. I went there. He prayed for me when I received Holy Ghost baptism. When I believed, received Holy Ghost baptism, and I didn't believe when I was speaking in tongues. I didn't believe. So I went to see him on a Sunday. And after church, he laid hands for me like this. All the doubt went. It came back after three days, but it went from the immediate prayer. Is it today that I'm going to get up and become a big a pass up a pass up peacock? When somebody prays for you, when you are receiving holy, the basic start of Christianity, you didn't believe. You're joking. But you see, Christians break up these principles when they get angry, when they get hurt, when something happens, when different things happen. You don't, this thing, they just turn, you just wonder what happens to people. So I am telling you, it's a basic, 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 basic. One pastor, he left the church. He was so hurt and he left. As the years went by, he realized that he had just followed hurt. And he, 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 was, he was forced to listen to me on the radio. He was forced to watch internet. One, one pastor who left, he said, look, all those who live, they are all watching the internet. See what happens. He said, let me tell you, I left. I know what it's like. You look at the internet all the time to see what is happening. What's happening in the system. <laughs> and then he said, he sent me another text on my bed. He said, I want you to know that those of us who leave, who leave or have left, we miss you when we were there. We really miss you. And we, we really miss you and wish we were back. He told me, he said, look, I just want you to know that he was away. He's come back. He's coming to reveal what happens out there. That we really miss you when we are out there. <laughs> yeah. And he said, continue to be the loving father who stretches out his hand to receive the people. That's it. He said, I just want to say, continue. That's why I came back. He said, one day he was listening to a message. He heard, he knew that he was the window. I was. How many know that sometimes the window is you? How many have been a window before? Hey! So he said one day he was listening to the he was listening to the story. He said, oh, it is me. 
They said at the end of the story, I spoke and I said that I loved this guy, I loved him. And I miss and I really I still love him. He said that thing when he heard he said that he still loves me. Whilst he was out, I told you they want the internet, they miss you, they they didn't listen. Yeah. Amen. So what I'm saying, don't break the relationship, the principles, they are the basis on which we are going to develop into something. Even when you are hurt. Tell your neighbor, even when you are hurt. When you are there, you are there with him. You are there with him. You are there with him. You tie your face. You can't open your jaw. Don't, don't separate yourself. You woman. The next one, the resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Wow. One day when Bishop Saki dies, he'll be in the grave and God will resurrect him and he'll be raised up from the dead and he will stand and be judged. Hey, if you can't have this foundation in your mind, you'll never do well. And most of us in the ministry have thrown away these foundations. We are building on water. Hallelujah. Now, how many are going to move on? Move me on, Lord. It is impossible. It says, and this we will do if God permit. Verse 4. It is impossible for those who were once enlightened. And I've taken... I just want to share with you something about a curse. And then we are going to move on into how God is inviting you. Three words. God is inviting you a banquet with. That I just want to finish this one. It is impossible for those who were once enlightened, who have tasted of the heavenly gift, were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, hey, tasted of the good word. Now listen, these are the things we are enjoying. The heavenly gift. What is the heavenly gift? The gift of salvation. Amen. Made partakers of the Holy Ghost. That is to receive the Holy Ghost and to receive to receive the anointing of abilities, to receive the anointing of ministry, to receive the anointing to do exploits. All these, you've tasted of it. Okay? Are you with me? I'm, I'm on Hebrews chapter 6. And I'm in verse 4. It says, it is impossible when somebody has gone this far to come back. It says, it is impossible those who are once enlightened Tasted the heavenly gift. Made partakers of the Holy Ghost. Now notice verse 7. And I've tasted the good word. Wow. How many are tasting the good word at this camp? Is the word, do you love the word? How many love the word? Yeah, we love the word. Yeah. Do you enjoy the word? Isn't it not nice to hear the good word? It's a nice, I mean, we are tired, but we are enjoying it, isn't it? Yeah, we are tired, but we are enjoying it. Sometimes we are hungry, but we are enjoying it. Sometimes we read it before, but we are still enjoying it. Because we love the word. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah, we love the good word. We tasted the good word. 
Some people are, you know, some people have never tasted a nice camp like this. Yeah, you just have a 30 minute sermon on Sunday morning about prosperity. And then they are off. <laughs> yeah, off to prosper. Yeah, I tell you, 30 minute sermon about prosperity and then you are off. Off to prosper. But when you have come to a camp before, you live. And that's why people fly. We have Pastor Kweku who's flown in from Switzerland. And they will, they will be calling me, please, can I come to the camp? Please, can I come to the camp? I said, okay, 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 come, come. Yeah, he said, I, I, I'm not invited, but he wants to come. A pastor from Australia, he wants to come because he's tasted of the good word. I don't know why Pastor Richard is doing here. I mean, he's, he's already have so many things to do, but he's, yeah, he's come from England. <laughs> Taste of the good word. Isn't that amazing? I just came and I saw Big Daddy. I said, what are you doing here? He's tasted of the good word. Adenta, you've come. Good word. <laughs> from India. Somebody has come all the way from India. Are you also from India? Wow, how many from India? Wow. South Africans. Tasted of the good word. Missionaries to India, missionaries from here, different places. You taste out of the good word, Zambia, eh? Three days you were driving, Zambians, where are you? Oh, look at these wonderful Zambians, three days driving. Why? Because of what? To taste of the good word. Because they love the word. You love the word. Lord, I got. Woo! My God, my God, why have you not forsaken me? And the powers of the world to come. Hey! Supernatural powers. If they shall fall away to renew them again to repentance. Seeing they re, re, re crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. Now listen, this is, this is what you must realize. For the ground, the earth, which drinketh in the rain. Not the earth which doesn't drink the rain. That cometh oft upon it. And bringeth forth herbs. Meat for them. By whom it is dressed. Receiveth blessing. But he that which beareth thorns. And briars is rejected. And is nigh unto cursing. Whose end is to be burned. This is a very frightening scripture. But beloved we are persuaded. Of better things of you and things that accompany salvation. Although we thus speak. It's even though he's saying these wild things. He said, look, I, I, I'm thinking of something better. Now notice, not everybody can be cursed. Not everybody can be cursed. Okay. Pastor Obi, is Betty, who's, which, who is the, your feeder? Pastor Richard or Pastor Obi, I mean, where, where are you from? Pastor Richard, okay, now, Pastor Richard can curse you better than me. He can curse you better than me. If I want you to be really cursed, I'll give you to Pastor Richard. <laughs> Let everybody ask who can curse him better. <laughs> and the person who can curse you well is the one who has poured rain. 
Because the Bible says, it is the ground which receives the rain. Often. And brings forth thorns. Not just any ground. The ground which was rained upon. And it brought thorns. That's the ground. That is nigh to be cursing. And I didn't write the Bible. I've been using the same Bible that we all have. So, brother, you are playing the guitar. Stand. You are from where? From Kenya. Are you a pastor? You are who? Hope. Greenford. Ha! Huh. Who brought you to Kenya? Give him a microphone. <laughs> Who brought you here? Reverend Obi. He brought, did you, did you, do you know Kenya before? No. No. You don't know Kenya before? Not at all. You were in Greenford. Yeah. And who was your pastor there? Reverend Obi was my pastor. Where did you get saved? In Ghana. In Ghana. Yeah. And then you came to Greenford. Yeah. And then he, he was training you. Training me. Feeding me. Feeding you. Yeah. Mm. And then he's brought you here. He's brought me here. Okay. Now, Pastor Joe, come. If I need somebody to cast, your name is what? Hope. Hope. Huh? I can't guess him. <laughs> you poured water into his life? Never. Uh, you, here, yeah, in the white. Come. So, you don't have to be... When you are... Listen. When you are walking in the world, and there are people who are throwing around curses, don't be afraid. Few people can curse you. There are very few. Can you, can you curse him? No, I can't. Uh, where do you know him from? I don't Who? even know him. I've not... Have you poured water into his life before? Never. Have you ministered to him before? No. You, your, so your curse will have no, not have any way. You do, your curse will not work. You come. You come. All these people, I'm sure, so sometimes you meet somebody who says, you will curse, you will be this, you will be this. No, it's nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it's a curse. Shame on you. Shame on you. And then, your, your name is what? Polycarp. Polycarp. Lu- Polycarp what? Lubeka. Lubeka from where? From Mombasa. Mombasa. Has this guy, have you invested in him before? Never. I would not. If not what? I have not invested in him. You've not invested. Have you given him a Bible before? I know. Have you ever preached he was sitting there? No. Did you have you appointed him before? No. You show him the way to Kenya? No. Did you help him to get a ticket? No. You saw him at the camp? Yeah, I've just seen him. Just now? Yes. And you want to curse him? <laughs> it will not work. How many agree that it will not work? <laughs> I! Who is this one here? Who? Come. He's a table tennis champion. George, from where? Apache. Put your hand on the microphone. Uh-huh. Apache. Apache yeah. in Nairobi. Yeah. Have you fed this guy before? No. Have you given him food? No. Did you show him the way to Kenya? No. Have you been to London before? No. <laughs> who has fed who? <laughs> you have been feeding him. 
and you want to curse him. I can't curse him. If you curse it, you don't have any fear. You can say whatever. Your powers are finished. Sister, sister, red. I'm just explaining to you one verse. Come. I'm showing you. All these people, their powers are zero. Sister, sister, Christine, hold the microphone. Hold it close to you. Have this boy, have you ministered the word of God to him? No. Have you cooked for him before? No. Have you, have you loved him? No. Who have you loved? You've never ministered to him, so you have no power. You see, I'm looking for somebody who can test him and then he will wither. He will wither in this. He will become like a paper. I'm just looking for one person. And now all these people have. Because the Bible says it's the ground that receiveth. Not all ground. The ground that receiveth. The rain that falleth often upon it. And bringeth forth tithes, horns, and briars. It's, that's the ground that is nigh to be kept. But if it, it's not just any ground. Sister, come to me. And then I thought I'm going to take the lady with the brown hair, the beautiful lady with the brown hair. Wow. You know him? No. You don't know him? No. You are from where? Eldoret. Eldoret. Yeah. Okay. And have you cooked for him before? Never. <laughs> have you loved him before? No. Have you given him money before? No. No. All these people, have you washed his clothes for him? No. All these people are. Your family are greedy every day. They don't have. Are you a shepherd? Or a pastor? Shepherd. You minister to people. Now I'm going to call the person. Ah, no, the sister, yeah. Sister, come. Sister in brown. Wow. Hey. Hey, Zavina, Zavina. Hey, sister. Have you loved this brother before? No. Have you loved a brother before? No. You've got no brother in this world. Okay, okay, okay. One or two. One or two hundred. With the 
Okay. So, you haven't, do you know him? Yeah. But you have not loved him before. I've not loved him before. You've not given him anything before. No. no. Only a smile. Only a smile. Ah! <laughs> Only a smile. Wow! Now, now I'm going to call, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to call the person. Huh? His wife. When did he get married? Ten years ago. Okay. I'm calling the person who can curse him. How long has he been your pastor? Have you ministered to him before? Many times. Many times. How many messages have you heard from him? About a million. A million? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you love him when he ministered to you? I loved it. <laughs> and he showed you the way to Kenya? Yeah. He brought you here? Brought me here. My family. He brought who? My family. Your whole family? Yeah. And when you came, where did you stay? I stayed in church. You stayed in church? Yeah. He gave you a place to stay? A place to stay. Did he give you food to eat? Food to eat. Has he given you food before? Yeah, many times. Many times? Yeah. Which type of food has he given you before? Have you given him food before? Quite a number of times. Has he got a good appetite? <laughs> Does he love it? Do you know what he likes eating? Chapati. Somebody's wife knows your favorite food. Because pastor has allowed the wife to be cooking for you. This is the person who can curse you to vanish and wither of all the people? This one, they, they, they can say, You see, she, she, you see, I smiled at you. This was smile at you, normal. Amen. Wow. What a way. You gave him accommodation before? Yeah. Has he given you accommodation? You put the mic near your mouth. Accommodation. He even paid my rent for me. Take your rent for you. Yeah. That's one of the rainstorms that came into the ground. Mm. How about him, food? Brought him to food. church for the first time. When he came to London, he was lost. I sent my car to his house to go and bring him to the church. He sent you. See, he's mentioning the things. <laughs> <laughs> he's mentioning the rain that has poured on you. The rain you have drunk. Did you, did you know that he sent his car? To come and pick you. Yes. Were you lost in London? Very lost. What were you doing in London that shows that you were lost? I was a student, churchless, not going anywhere, just staying at home. And he called me and said, Look, I'm sending a car to come and pick you. Get ready. And I, I thought it was a joke. Then I heard the horn of a car downstairs. There are two shepherds who had come. They said, We will take you to church today. Today? Today. 
Will you give him some volume, my darlings? <laughs> and you started going to church. And I started going to church. And he's been preaching to you. Preaching to me. Sundays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Tuesdays. All nights. Root camps. Phone calls. Text messages. He calls you? Yeah. Regularly. Text? Text. Does he talk to your wife for you? He talks to my wife. Regularly. Counseling. Counseling. Yeah. Where's your wife? She's at the back. Hey. Has it helped your marriage? It has really helped my marriage. Did you have problems with your marriage before that he has helped you? Or he has not helped you? Before? I had problems with my sex life and he really helped me. Put your hand around. Wow. You South African, do you know do you know him? It's for the first time. Have you ministered? No, Bishop. No. No, Bishop. No, Bishop. No. 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 Curses are all powerless. No. 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 All of your curses are powerless. Powerless. When he curses you, you will be tired. When he says you will be tired, you will become tired. When he says the wind is against you, the wind will start. She will be blown away first. You have problems with your sex life. I mean, something personal. You are doing the secret place. He has brought his efforts to that place too. Hey! It's Amen. It's well. So, all these people, these people here, you can rubbish them. But this one, you better be careful. Yeah. You better be very careful. When it comes to him, be careful. I will, I will advise you. Yeah. You got to be careful. Go. Go, go. Love, come you. Stand. Stand here. Take the mic. Have you loved him before? Huh? No. <laughs> No. Have you loved him? No. Have you preached to him? No. No. Have you given him accommodation before? No, Bishop. Have you fed him? I want a beautiful girl who's fed him before. Have you fed him before? Have you fed him before? Never. Have you bought granules for him before? No. (laughs) Have you given him somewhere to sleep before? No, no. No. Did you appoint him? No. No. Nothing. So when you sit here and you curse and say, that guy, he will, you will never prosper. Just laugh. Because the Bible says, a curse causeless does not come. The Bible says, the ground that received the rain, that is the ground that is nigh to be cursed. That received the rain. Yeah. The ground. 
Oh. All these people have. Have you ministered to him before? No. Did you appoint him as a pastor? No. Did you make him to a reverend? No. Did you no. make him a general overseer? No. Hey. So now we need one. We need somebody who can curse him. Oh, oh, oh. Can you find somebody who you think you can, can curse him? Josaki and yourself. Yeah. I can curse you. Seriously. Yeah. I can curse you. And I don't know what will happen to you. Yeah. Why can I curse you? Have I poured a rain into you before? Different rains at different rates and seasons and different times. And even other manure and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and tilling the ground and changing, moving the stones away. Have I given you accommodation before? Yes, Bishop. I've slept in your house a number of times. Have you stayed in my house before? I've stayed there in the house. Yeah. Have, I, have you eaten my wife's food before? Many times. It's, it's my food. <laughs> my food that was given to you. Bishop, even my wife, it was your comment that allowed or that made her uh, relax with me to even show whether I have anything to offer or not. No, your, your, your statement is too runabout. No, what I'm saying is... Call it is love. Say love. Don't just... We are, we are not... My wife, my wife was not ready to... To love. ...to any relationship with any guy. But she said, you called her one day and you asked her, who is the guy in your life? And she said, oh, there's this medical student and things. And she said, oh, she should give it a try. And based on your word, she gave it a try. So you've got love. You gave me a wife, seriously. Wow. A good one. A good one. A very good one. With bonbons. Everything. Wow. <laughs> when you are enjoying those ones in the house, remember, somebody gave it to you. I tell you. <laughs> you may never know that even the bonbons that you have, it was, it was given to you. Recommendation. Seriously. <laughs> who made you a pastor? You, Bishop. I remember the who, who officiated your wedding? You did it. Who preached at your wedding? You did it. Hmm. Who put you in the South African church? You did it. Did you start the South African church? No. Who said, go and take over the church? You said it. Mm. Who sent you to Ethiopia? You did. Hey! <laughs> no further comments. <laughs> huh? No further comments. Yeah. All these people cannot do anything to you. There is always somebody mm. you have to be careful with because that God has used that person to do something for you. So many things. So waters, waters. So I can't just cast like this guy. I don't know him. It was today that I saw him playing the guitar. You say your name is what? Hope. I've not seen you before. Why can't I just get up and cast somebody? Have I poured the water into you before? In, 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 the, in, the, in the end, so my curse will be weaker. But if I want a really strong curse, I have to call Pastor Obi to give you a strong one. 
<laughs> one day, one day, I was in my hotel, and then a certain man of God called me. Now, this man of God had been a father too. So many times he was very, 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 very upset. But I don't know why he decided to call me. And he started complaining about one of his sons whom he has loved. He led him to cry. When he preached, he gave his life to cry. Help him in the ministry. Help his church where his church was. Help him to be whatever. He gave him a platform. He said, preach for 16 years. Every year he was a star in that church. He was a star. Everybody knew him, including me. I, I knew that person because he was in that church. The platform that he stood on. And one day, things changed. And the father's anger was what? I don't know whether he was looking for me to... And see, if your father is annoyed, you can't say to him, don't, you can't talk like that. You can't say it doesn't concern it doesn't concern it concerns you because you are the one they are pouring those things on. As I listen, I heard I heard words I've never heard before. And uh, a father speaking over his side said, Let he will be hanged like Absalom. This was his exact words. He said, He will be hanged like Absalom. I've watched it, I watched it happen. Literally. It's very scary. Because you see, the one who has received a lot of rain is the most susceptible to the curse. And the one that hasn't just received anything is nothing. So you, you, I just want you to understand that. You know, as we are pouring, as I'm here preaching, 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 don't take it for granted. Don't think that it's just nothing. You know, we are just talking. It's like I'm an automatic machine or somebody is giving me something for coming here. It's pouring into you, pouring into you, ministry, explaining, 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 explaining. When you add all the hours that I'm preaching, it's like one year's preaching every Sunday, the whole year. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, learn, you must all have somebody who can say, stop it. Archbishop told me one day he was angry with Idahosa in Ghana, in Nigeria. And as he was going, his wife said, be careful. This man gave you somewhere to stay for one year in Bible school. His wife said, be careful. This man gave you food to eat for one year in Bible school. So, he said, when his wife said that, he immediately checked himself. Because he was about to disrupt his relationship with the Archbishop. He said, be careful. This man gave you somewhere to sleep. And food to eat if he didn't do anything for you. For one year in Nigeria. So, dear friend, I think it's time for us to grow up and understand the work. That's why the Bible says, a curse causes less. There's a, a reason for curses. There's a reason. And it doesn't, it cannot just come. I mean, I've been cursed before. After so, I've had different, different people cursing me. I mean, if you live your normal life, different people will curse you. Uh, there has to be a good basis of something for the person to curse you. I've, I've had people, I, I remember one guy cursed me. I remember some girl cursed me. I mean, different types of people have, have seen them cursing me that I had it. 
Yeah, I've been cursed before. Uh, curses don't just happen because somebody is speaking wild words. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? All right. Sit down, brother. Amen. So I just want you to understand. Let's let's read it again. What is it? Read Hebrews chapter 6 verse 7. The earth which drinketh in the rain that cometh oft upon it and bringeth forth herbs meet for them by whom it is dressed receiveth blessing from God. But that which beareth thorns and briars is rejected and is nigh unto cursing, whose end is to be burned. <laughs> and also, you must realize that a curse does not, that's like a prophecy does not always start with, that saith the Lord. And a curse does not always start with, may these curses be upon you. No. Your mother may look at you and say you will be tired. And it's a curse. And you will be tired in this life. Or may look at you and say you will see. And it means you will see. Number 1 to 16, you will see. There are so many that you couldn't say all. So say you will see. So watch out. There must be a certain carefulness. That is why when Isaac was old and even blind, when he spoke over his sons, it happened. It happened up till today, it is happening. And he, wasn't, he, he didn't joke with his word. When he blessed Jacob and Esau came later, he said, I've already blessed him. What I said, it will happen. So I can't say it for you too. I can't say you will serve your brothers. Your brothers will serve you. I've said to this one, your brothers will serve you. Your brothers will serve you means that you will serve him. I can't change it now. That's why sometimes when people can say, pray for me, pray for me. No, bless me, bless me. They know that as if they are joking. To me, I don't like those things. Because I don't see it as a joke. I don't pray for people as a joke. And I don't speak words as a joke. I don't, I don't joke. I don't laugh at people. By the grace of God. I'm sure I laugh at both sometimes, but not seriously. I'm, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I need people to refresh the area, environment around me with lightness. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it likely to, to pray for you or to even sit with you or even to eat with you. I don't eat with everybody. I've learned not to eat with everybody. I don't eat in the presence of everybody. One day I went somewhere and I, I sat at a restaurant to eat with somebody and some other people. Before I realized I was at another meeting and then that person who was there, I think it was in Mexico or somewhere, the person said, ah, it seems you are very fussy, you see. It seems you are very fussy with food. I said, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? So when we were in Mexico and they brought the food and then you said you didn't like this, I said, look at somebody. I made the mistake of sitting with you at the table to show you my mouth. My mouth that I'm eating. That you are now telling me that I'm, I shouldn't have allowed you to, 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 to be there when I was eating. 